is the Rock Capital Podcast. My name is Stefan, and this is our first episode recorded in 2019. I have two guests here. Let's go around this little circle to my right. You can't see it. It's your other right. This is Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Hello. It is I, Ryan. Who are you, Ryan? Ryan, who are you? Well, I'm the amazing Ryan Slowinski. I am one of the co-hosts of Spit and Polish Presents, in which uh, my other co-host and I talk about movies. We had, we've had you on a bunch of times. That's right. And to the other left, oh, there, is, there is Bartek. That's, That's me. you, Bartek. <laughs> I am Bartek Kaspszyszak, the other host of Spit and Polish Presents. I agree with things Ryan says and smile. He smiles and agrees. That's our show. We do a movie podcast. Spin Polish. Like, because we're always spinning and we both happen to be Polish. Ooh. Well, we'll talk about it in a second, but uh, this is, of course, a podcast where we talk about rock music instead of Melbourne. So, obviously, we talk about Melbourne culture too, but today we're mostly talking about rock music, guys, because I saw the Queen movie, Bohemian Rhapsody, recently. Uh, Bartek has seen it. Ryan has not, but Ryan, I assume... I have, likes, a, I have opinions. I assume he likes Queen. I do like mm. Queen. Now, um, the I saw this movie just after the... Uh, it was the Golden Globes, right? Yeah. And it won Best Picture and also Best Drama. Is that right? I think so. Yes. But I, I think, think so, you love yeah. these uh, events, you would... Yes. The Golden Globes? I don't really... Bartek was there. Oh, I, like I, fo- I follow the Oscars, but oh, I mean, okay. the no, news... Bartek hosted it. He was Sandro <laughs> O. I was who? Sandro O. Sandra O. Oh. That's you. Oh, me. Oh, hi. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I don't follow the Golden Globes, but, you know, they always make the headlines and they trend, so you hear about it. And plus, we recently did a Q&A episode where uh, Reese McKenzie, who's been on your podcast b- before, yes. asked us to express our opinions on it winning the, the Drama Award. Yeah. Which is, uh, if you don't have to repeat yourself exactly in that episode, because you guys mm. can uh, listen, can download and have a listen, but... Uh, Bartek, we'll start with you. What do you think? So you've seen the movie. You've yes. seen Best Drama and Big Picture. What do you reckon? My big thing was that I'd only seen two 2018 films, so I, I don't really have a perspective on the other drama nominees. Um, but in terms of the film itself, I, I thought that, you know, even though it had a very typical, like, you know, rising story of, like, this rock star and his band, and there's a bit of a fall and then, you know, a revival at the end, it was very typical and by the books, but it was really well executed. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Was Black Panther in the same nomination as Best Drama or Best Picture? Did he... I, I don't, don't know. Did he get nominated? No, he got nominated. I can't remember. That is the other 2018 the film I saw, the though. The awards Black Panther's one is like MTV Awards. <laughs> <laughs> and the Oscars are, like, trying to push that most popular thing? Well, in your honest opinion, which movie do you prefer of those two? Oh, I, I preferred Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. Yep. Um, I liked it a lot. And this seems to be one of those movies, because uh, obviously you guys, I guess, follow Run Tomorrow's and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. It got mm. okay reviews from the press, and if it had better ones, I might have actually gone and seen it first day, but, you know, at that time I was doing it, busy mm. doing other stuff. You know, sometimes yeah. there is a good time to see movies, and sometimes you're too busy doing other stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. But once it got the Golden Globe... Well, when Globe, you do a movie podcast, then you have to see movies, but oh, yeah. yeah. Golden Globe, I was like, okay, i got to see it this weekend, and there were still heaps of sessions, even though the movie came out, like, two or three months ago, mm-hmm. and Bumblebee, I'm... Or Wreck-It oh, Ralph, especially yeah. Bumblebee, struggling to find sessions. So yeah. we went. I wanted to see Bumblebee. We saw Wreck-It Ralph two the other day, which wasn't very good, by the way. Oh, take that, Disney! Yeah, two and a half stars out of five, by the way. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm thinking maybe an eight or a nine out of ten, or four stars, four and a half stars. Ooh. I thought it was great. I liked it. 
I don't know a lot about Queen, because if there is an episode on Rock Capital, I think the second one, where Reese talks about seeing Bohemian Rhapsody, I would have to listen to it again, actually. And I, he does say that um, there are some inaccuracies in the movie. Oh, boy, yeah. And my thoughts yeah. is, I actually don't really know the history of Queen that well. Me neither, so, but before I saw the film, Ryan was telling me about some of those inaccuracies. Oh, yeah, look, I, I know Queen. I'm not big in... I'm not, like, huge... Uh, they're not my top ten band, but I know enough to, like, having heard some of the controversies of Bohemian Rhapsody when it first came out, you know, these, like, inaccuracies of... This is when he actually got diagnosed with AIDS, and in the movie they push it forward so they can have this dramatic beat here, or, or this kind of thing. Or Freddie Mercury was way more of an introvert out, uh, when he wasn't on stage, so he wasn't as loud and rambunctious and cocky as he is in the movie and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's kind of what I was just like. For me, I never went, I, I haven't gone out to see Bohemian Rhapsody because I just kind of looked at it and I just went. I don't know if I need to see this in the cinema to see it. Hmm. This has always been one of these movies that's been in production hell for like 15 years. Like 10 years ago, it was going to be Sacha Baron Cohen playing it. I would have liked to have seen that though. And then he looked at the script and said, no. And it's the same script that he read 10 years ago. Oh, wow. And like two people directed Bohemian Rhapsody. I was just kind of like, ah, for me personally, I could wait. Like I like Queen, I enjoy Queen, but I'm just like... For me, I, I could see from all the advertising what everyone's saying, it's that crowd-pleaser movie, and it's also like the behind-the-scenes where Queen, the band, are still alive, and they want things in the movie. They want certain things. They want to show like it was more about the whole band and whatever. It's like, for me, you want to go there for the Freddie Mercury movie. That's what you really want at the mm. end of the day. Oh, well, the lead actor is like the biggest part of it, of right? Yeah. I think that it was more... Freddie Mercury movie because the sure. other the other band members uh, Bartek aren't I mean they're in it but you know they're not really important they're not they're kind of underdeveloped I, I saw it show what did they show the scummy things that they got up to uh, what do you mean by scummy things oh one of them cheated on their wife all that guy's up like yeah uh, no we didn't band. we didn't really see any of their yeah. personal relationships I don't think really. it's mainly them as an entity in the band like I know I saw it with my mum and basically the other three band members, we were distinguishing them by, like, their professions or what they were doing before the band. Like, oh, this one was a astro-engineer or something like yeah. that. This one was meant to be a dentist, and this one's the other one or yeah. something. the other one. <laughs> what do you think about Freddie Mercury's, um, I mean, Rami's uh, mouthpiece to make him do that massive overbite and... You know you know about that. There know? was something like yeah. that, wasn't there? big, yeah. fake teeth because Freddie had big overbite. Just look... I seeing, it was great. seeing the trailer is just like seeing it in motion. It just looked, from an actor's standpoint, it looked uncomfortable and embarrassing. When he grew the moustache, I didn't notice it as much. But yeah, yeah, that's a good reason yeah. to grow a moustache. To be honest, I, you know, you're right. It is a crowd pleaser, and there was a big crowd. Even though this movie came out months ago, and there was heaps of sessions available, lots of people were turning out. Yeah, okay, live, it was a Saturday night too. Yeah, but, Live Aid was a big crowd. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, in the cinema, obviously. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I would recommend you see it, right? I think you'll like it a lot. Don't worry about the inaccuracies. I mean, I didn't, like I said, I didn't know about much of that, so mm. it didn't matter to me. But even, even if I was a huge fan, I probably would have been like, nah, mm. I know it's just a movie, just mm. for the fun of it. And you know, but I took the bit of Live Aid at the end, like. When they're playing the four songs, mm. you know, I, I have to stop myself from clapping I think, after the song. Yeah. I was really getting into it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not the biggest music guy, and throughout the film, there was only like one song I didn't know, and it was like, I think the third Live Aid one. I, I didn't know what it was, and I can't remember right. how it went. Um, but I did, you know, pick up some 
ref well there was the there was the whole thing of like mike myers being on there and like making a reference to wayne's world like oh right. this isn't something that people will listen to in their car but then you watch wayne's world and yeah, that's exactly that's, what he's that's listening exactly, to that's exactly and even though i didn't know it I, I did look up afterwards and was surprised to see it was real there was a running gag that one of them made a song called i i'm in love with my car or yeah. something like that <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. a big running gag throughout the film, and when I found that it was real, I'm like, "Oh, that's funny." Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, Queen are fun, fun band. They're just these things that are like, yeah, yeah. You want? There's that thing of um, with diehard Queen fans and with diehard any music fans in general. Can you ever really satisfy them properly if you ever make a movie about anything ever? Mm. Because it's just kind of impossible, especially when they've been teasing this Queen movie for like however long. It's just like. Everyone was like, Sasha Baron Cohen, yes, that's a great casting choice. He would add some rambunctiousness and da da da. And he has, he has big teeth already, so you don't need to change and there anything. Have, and there have already been jokes like where Borat has mentioned in like interviews, quote unquote, that he is inspired by Freddie Mercury's looks and how manly he was and stuff <laughs> like that. Um, when it comes to that whole question of should it have wanted drama, I said in, my, in the QA on our one, but the thing that perplexes me about it is I kind of understand why people don't like the fact it wanted drama when you could argue it's a comedy musical thing like that's the other category comedy musical but then that's the thing of i also argue well it's not particularly a comedy comedy movie but it, you couldn't you, you can't really argue that it's like a musical because none of it is original music made for this it's all queen's existing songs and freddie mercury his original his actual voice and rami malik is just lip syncing unlike walk the line where joaquin phoenix actually saying mm. is Johnny Cash. Well, yeah, I was thinking like jukebox musical, like the Rock of Ages movie, but even then, it's a jukebox because it's like a lot of different songs and it's just and the one artist. And aren't, the co- yes. and aren't all the casts actually singing those songs? Oh, yes, that's true. So yeah. that's what makes it different. And mm. it's also like a proper musical. This is like a bio where you have to include the music mm. in the movie. And it's like so Live Aid. Well, what is it? And Live Aid's like the only part where you hear... Uh, well, not even all of them, but like, yeah, like they had vignettes. Like, I think Bohemian Rhapsody only had like the second sixth of the song. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like it's that thing of where does it fit? I mean, with the Golden Globes, their categories are kind of awkward and weird. Because remember when The Martian won Best Comedy Movie, mm-hmm. and that was like the biggest controversy. Yeah, ever? that was weird. Um, I don't know. Do you think it will actually win an Oscar? I'd be happy if it did, but I, I thought the Oscar would be for the act- for the um, what they perceive as the actual greats, or whoever has the most money to buy themselves the Oscar, right? Yeah, but I'm gonna, uh, like you've seen a bunch of movies in 2018. I saw quite a lot. Yeah, me personally, I, I didn't see that many, and Bartek, you saw practically none. Yeah, two. And the reason I saw barely any is, is like most of this year seemed like most of 2018, I should say, seemed pretty disappointing yeah. or trash. And I'm like, I'm really struggling to think what would actually win Best Picture. Are the nominations out yet? No. no okay. If you guys have the movie, movie podcast, and I'm the one who's have, actually seen I, more I movies. I have <laughs> no idea what they would actually win. Like, the movie that I like the most was The Favourite, but I honestly don't think it's, like, best picture worthy. Just to be clear, it's called The Favourite, yeah, right? The Favourite, the one with mm-hmm. Emma Stone and Olivia Colman and all that. And I, didn't, I don't even think that's worth a best picture, but in comparison to everything mm. else that came out, it's just kind of like... Sure, and I'm, I wouldn't be—I wouldn't be surprised if Bohemian Rhapsody won at all. It would just be like, of course, why not? Like, it's—it's it's a movie that mm. came out in 2018. Like, honestly, all these award things mean nothing to me this particular year of 2018 because all these movies were kind of like okay, and all the good movies 
no one's heard of or aren't getting any awards. No one's going to give. There's no award nomination, most likely for for Sorry to Bother You or Blind Spotting. And I give it to Black KK. Okay, yeah, Black Klansman, yeah, and then mm. Black Panther and all these movies will get this attention, but, like, those two movies are so much better. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sorry that this is turning kind of into a film thing, but, um... Well, we were talking about <laughs> yeah. so it's all good. I, I did read that, um, in previous... They, they have, um... They have anonymous testimonials from the people on the voting councils for, like, you know, what they voted for and why. And a few years ago, it was the year, I think, where... Oh, well, there was some animated film with a dog and, like, everyone voted for that one and it won Best Picture, a uh, Best Animated Film. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they had testimonials from two people that were voting for Best Animated Film and they were just basically... A bunch of people who did not care about the medium and were just kind of, like, thrust in there. Right, yeah. And a lot of them were saying, like, oh, I didn't see it. I only saw these ones with my kids, so we'll vote for them. And so it just basically seems to me like there are going to be people on this council that vote for, you know, whatever they hear is the best, and that's why it'll win. Uh, and let's not forget, the whole Bohemian Rhapsody thing meets award criteria so well. Mm. You've got the rise and fall of a legend. True. But you've also got a gay person, and AIDS is involved. And it's like the trifecta of just award mm. bait. Yeah, and I remember that soundtrack that's already designed for you. And it was controversial at one point, way back in production, when they were saying like, "Oh, this film's apparently not going to mention his bisexuality at all, or something but like it that." Does, right? yeah, but it does. oh, but yeah. it most definitely does. There's there's basically a male Yoko Ono in the film character. Good. <laughs> the the Irish guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. Do you, would you say it's one of the best? like movies about a real life musicianal band that you've ever seen uh can you do you can you think of any others i'm trying to think of what walk the line haven't seen that johnny cash one was a heme phoenix really no, wow I, haven't seen it. I don't Jeez. yeah i don't really listen to johnny cash but i should i don't either but that was just a huge movie when no, it came out like you know there's there's so many of them there's like the one about bob dylan where kate blanchett plays him at one point <laughs> Uh, because he was very feminine at that point, so like, Kate Blanchett, you could do it. Nice. There's a ton of them, I just thought you might have seen a few of them. I'm sure I have, I just can't think of them right now. Can you name some more? Because I'm trying to Uh, think. Spinal Tap? Of course, well, (laughs) that's a great movie. The best one of them all is Spinal Tap. Um, Does Ozzy Osbourne have one? I feel like he would. I don't know if Black Sabbath have have one. There's there's like a bunch of them. Why not? Let's count UHF. UHF, <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> that would be a good pick. Uh, I love I love when musicians made movies mm. like Prince was like, let's mm. do Purple Rain. Oh yes, or, um, or Talking Heads, where it's like, let's do true stories, or like all these musicians were just, or, or the Who, let's make Tommy. It was like we did that on the right, podcast. Let's yeah. make the Wall was like all these crazy things. They're making one with, um, uh, I'm not sure if you're a black metal guy, Ryan, but um, there was this band called, I think it was just called Dead. <laughs> and do you know, do you know this band? No. So this band, this is a great story, Bartek. This band. Um, I think I think it's dead, or it might actually be the, the the musician itself. No, no, the band was called Mayhem. Mayhem, you know Mayhem. Different to Dead. Yes. Okay. Mayhem. Do you know Mayhem. No, I know the word. Do you know Dead? I know the word. You will say. Dead, I'm pretty sure was the singer or the lead guitarist, and this was before I think the band even released an album. They just had an EP out, but you know they're they're a famous touring band now, and the content warning. The band became infamous for burning churches, and I believe mm. the um, lead singer, Dead, or guitarist, whatever he is, he ended up shooting himself in the head with a shotgun. Of course. 
and the band actually took a photo of that and put it on their album cover, I believe. Ooh. Classy. Yes. So that is the story of De- of Dead and Mayhem, and they're making a movie about it that's still in production. I want to see it. It's Who's uh, playing Dead? Uh, it's actually, so the new Metallica album that came out a few years ago, um, Hardwired to Self-Destruct, they made a music video for the song... Um, trying to remember what's it called it's on the second disc mm-hmm. um it, the song that sounds a bit like black sabbath and they made a music video and the actors who play mayhem are in the music video playing the song well that's cute yeah that's cute yeah oh yeah. cute dead cute old dead dead mayhem death metal i'm trying rock. really hard to remember can you uh go on your computer and look up metallica hardwired to self-destruct Oh, you're forcing me to look up Metallica. Yeah, this is this is ah. going to be like the Joe Rogan podcast. This is going to be where we look at things every five seconds. Yeah, that, this is going to be in your Google search, Ryan. This oh, it's going to be now recommended to me. I'm not a huge Metallica fan. I do like my. We were talking about Queen. The greatest part about Queen that I hear they don't really cover in Bohemian Rhapsody, which disappoints me so much, is is Flash Gordon and when they just started sell out and do movie soundtracks, okay. like Flash Gordon and Highlander, and that was considered very uh, a very like um, it was a betrayal to their audience. Like okay. people were like Queen selling out. Doing soundtracks, mm. and people like us, young people, are like Flash Gordon. We all know that song, like Flash, ah, Savior of the Universe, and we all know that. But it's like back then for Queen fans, that was like the ultimate portrayal. Mm. Some people, like my mum, is just like they never recovered from that. They just never bounced back from doing Flash. Well, she was she wasn't at Live Aid then. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I found the song anyway. It's uh, called "Man Unkind." It's on the second disc. It sounds a bit like Black Sabbath. It's a good song. Go on YouTube and watch the music video, and you can see who's going to be in the Mayhem movie. Ooh. And uh, go on the Wikipedia page for Mayhem, because I believe the way I told the story, probably got a few facts wrong. But uh, <laughs> look it up. I they weren't burning down churches. It was <laughs> synagogues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, they're from... Uh, are they from Sweden or are they from Scanadavia? You like know, we don't. Yeah. Wait, we're talking I'm about... talking to anyone who will listen. We're, we're talking, talking about Metallica? Yeah. Oh, but, oh, I thought we were talking about Metallica. Don't mm. worry about Metallica. Because I know so much about Metallica. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Remember when Metallica cut their hair and they tried to be all soft and grungy? In the 90s, yes. That's. I think that's when James Hetfield's voice blew out because on the Black Album tour... Because most bands from the 80s, their voices, they blow out their voices because they sang you hard. Like and John they, Bon Jovi did as well. Yeah, Metallica, their fans nicknamed them some weird name when they were doing their like grunge phase or something stupid. I can't remember. Can't but remember it is. Metallica doing, did you like that phase? If we go back to Queen though, favourite song, lads? I really like I Want to Break Free, mm. which yeah? is the one where in the music video they're all cross-dressing. Yes. And yeah, Freddie. The, best, the best one is the one who's the cheerleader. <laughs> the cheerleader, or the one that's the old, elderly old lady. <laughs> so I know cool. that I read somewhere that it was like a parody of like some actual TV show where characters looked like yeah. that, but I can't remember what. Um, I just really like the song. It is in the movie too. And it looks yeah. Cool. Uh, it's a toss-up. I like Killer Queen hmm. uh, and Don't Stop Me Now. Yeah. Whenever I think of Don't Stop Me Now, I think of Shaun of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Where they're hitting a zombie with pool cues perfectly timed. Oh, to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it is the best use of a song in a movie. But yeah, probably Don't Stop Me Now. This one I probably like listen to the most. What about you? 
Um, my one is actually, are you guys aware of the song Princes of the Universe? Yeah. Yes, that's uh, it's probably not one of their most famous ones, but definitely one of, the, I, I would say it's a fan favourite. Mm. It's. Uh, I know the name, I can't remember how it goes. It's very, I would say it's very much, if you like We Will Rock You and uh, We Are The Champions, it's in the vein of those two, I mm. reckon. It's very, it's, I think it's a cra- um, crowd pleaser. They should bring it back. Should have been Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah, but it was not. They did have so many great songs, man. It's like it's the old, and none of us chose Bohemian Rhapsody, but everyone loves. Oh, it's it too easy. Days. Yeah, I think like <laughs> it's too easy just because it's so great. Put it down. One of my favorite gags in the film was um, there was there's a chicken outside the farm in the farm when they wrote the when they were writing the song, and it like makes a oh it was a rooster I think it was making like the the morning call like yeah. and that transitioned into the song yeah yeah the yeah. the theater got a big laugh out of that for the few yeah. of us that were in there yeah yeah they're just they're, they were just legends they they have so many great songs I mean the Queen are still touring now I mean I can't remember who's with song? Adam Lambert. Adam Lambert, of all people, as the new Freddy, but, you know, it's great, you know, they made so many great songs, it's, like, the ultimate Sophie's choice. I mean, you still want to hear those songs perform live, but, uh, you guys gonna, this, this, um, this movie's gonna, not just double dip, it's gonna triple dip, so I'm saying double dip because there was the Golden Globe, and then, you know, people rocked up to the cinemas again, you can get heaps of sessions, but mm. number three, they're releasing a sing-along version. Okay. So I think next month. How about that? What do you, you don't look very impressed, Ryan. Yeah, because I'm thinking about the the, the business angle of this, which is <laughs> we are uh, movie people. How yeah, can we milk them more for money. Like, yes, we'll re-release Deadpool as PG-13 so that people can give us more money. We will do a sing-along version of Bohemian Rhapsody so we can get more money. Like, it's like, okay, it's like when they did it, but it's like, I understand when they do it for actual musicals. Like yeah, I was going to say that. I wasn't going to say Oliver, Grease. Like, yeah. like, yeah, those kind of things, or like new musicals, like The Greatest Showman, that came back out with a sing-along, and that was a big hit, because that's a new musical? Like, this is just Queen, like... Like you just listen to the album, people. Just was listen that to the good? Song. Did you guys see that? I didn't. I which, didn't see it. Which one? Was, uh, Great Showman. The Great Showman. Oh no, I haven't it was seen successful it. Successful with its audience, right? Mm. So the song they played at the Oscars sounded really good, uh, and they played it at my graduation yeah. as well. Something about turning P.T. Barnum into uh, a rambunctious <laughs> young Hugh Jackman, who's just a spoil sport kind of guy, who's just trying to make a business, is amusing to me. When P.T. Barnum was like one of the worst people in the universe, <laughs> but like. That's the thing. I don't know. I think it's just a corporate money mm. scheme to make a sing-along version so that you can go into it. Because honestly, how many of the songs are sung in full in the movie? That's a good point. Yeah. Because oh, in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Maybe uh, one of the. Maybe some of the Live Aid ones. Before the Live Aid, maybe two of them. Maybe a couple. Not that many, but it's fine. I think. Look, I really like the movie. How much? Of, how much of? How much of Radio Gaga was played at the end? Did they play it in full? Uh, most of the songs are live eight. I think they did play in full, except for Bohemian Rhapsody because they already kind of played it early. In and the it's mo- like six movie. minutes long. Yeah, they only play the part where like Freddie's playing the piano, like the mama just killed a man, up to just the beginning of the yeah. silly Next part. Next, they're going to release a speak along version in which they're going to have the subtitles off of the little ball bouncing on each <laughs> one, so you can join in as you join the dialogue. I mean, that's the next. How about I'm in love with my car? They're going to release the three D version soon. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you want to see Freddie in no, the rooster in 3D. The rooster. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen that Live 8 stuff in IMAX because that was pretty cool. Yeah, man. If it was in IMAX. It's all... I mean, yeah, it's all pretty cool. Biggest complaint, there's no David Bowie in it, right? No, I don't They play that. a bit of the song, yeah, but yeah. The, the, he doesn't appear in it. 
I mean, he's dead, but like, he's, there's no representation of him. Yeah. What, you think he's going to rock up as himself if he was alive? Like, here I am, David. Oh, Ryan, Boy, why do you... 30, 38 years old or whatever. Ryan, like, yeah, why, do you, totally why do you think it was in development hell? They had to film some stuff early. <laughs> <laughs> that probably would have sold you, I guess. No, no, no. David Bowie doesn't always sell me on everything to go see. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, we're going to end the podcast there, lads. So I just wanted to thank you guys for... For being here on the Rock Capital podcast, I think Beam and Rhapsody is a great movie. Uh, Bartek, did you give it a rating? What would you rate it if you remember? I would. I'd give it a solid recommendation for sure. Solid yeah. recommendations. Okay, Bartek is way better than the numbers, so he will not be giving it a number. Uh, numbers are too annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Fair you enough. don't like them. I like it a lot, and it was better than I was expecting, to be honest. So go see it, and uh, if you miss out, well, don't worry, you can do the sing-along version. It's one <laughs> as it seems. Let's, uh, Ryan and Bartek, please tell us where we can find your podcast. Well, our podcast, Spit and Polish Presents, which does have Stefan on it numerous times. Mm. Yes. Numerous times he's there. You want to hear his rich, glorious voice describe John Travolta's adventures in Paris in the film From Paris with Love? I like that movie more than I expected. To be exactly. Honest. Best or, movie ever. Or, you know, how he covers the majesty that is Prince of Persia. Talks about how it's a conservative yes, it's a wet problem. dream or something. Yeah, you know, we, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcast, whatever. All the sites where podcasts are found. Name you a site. YouTube, even. YouTube. Are you guys on YouTube? Yeah, Didn't man. For some reason, yeah. our Baby's Day Out episode is nearly 100,000 views for some wow. reason. It's uh, like at 86k last I checked, I think. But, uh, yeah, yeah we can, you can just find us there. We've got our Facebook and uh, 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 Twitter and all that. Yeah, Spin mm-hmm. Polish presents your Spin Polish. It's that beautiful uh, cartoon as uh, your logo. Yeah, we The sausages. Cute, yeah. yeah, sausages. Yes. Because we're two Polish sausages. Before we record this, we did a, a, we did a mystery box episode. That's What's a, a mystery show? box? Well, we have our two shows, Unappreciated Masterpieces, in which we do audio commentary tracks. Stefan's been on numerous one of those. Yep, four at this point. Uh, and uh, we do our monthly show, which is The Mystery Box, in which we watch secondhand uh, DVDs that are complete mysteries to us. We watch them together, and then we talk about them and try and dissect them and try and give context to you guys at home mm. about what we had to watch. Yeah, no spoilers since this might be coming out before that, but Stefan will be on our episode of the February 2019 Mystery Box. Which is one of the the best things ever. Yeah, it was fun. I think this is actually the first time we've recorded two like back-to-back episodes, right? Yeah, thanks, Stefan. Mm. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the Rock Capital podcast. Uh, you know, like, subscribe, follow, rate, give us a review on wherever you listen to your podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Google Play. There's so many different ways to listen oh, yeah. to it. And I even posted on the Facebook page, which is uh, Rock Capital Pod, and the same on Twitter. So go check those out. Yep, our Twitter is uh, Spit Polish Pre because we couldn't fit presents. Oh, Spit Polish Pre. Well, there you go. All right, thanks again. Rock on. This is Rock Capital. <laughs>